Hello, this is Mrs. Paranormal, and it is 11.32 Sunday morning. Beautiful out here where I live, and this is my fifth attempt at doing this podcast. The first time, I went somewhere, and they were too busy where I normally would park. Okay, so then I went over to the marina. Okay, my fourth attempt. And I went over to the marina where I, you know, where it has the park, and then I can see the, the Lake Michigan and all that. Nope, too many cars showing. I'm like, seriously? So then I found this new place. Well, it's kind of new. Anyways, um, it's a big parking lot. And it you could see the, the waterway. I'll do a quick little video for YouTube for you guys. Uh, so you can see where I'm sitting. And there's nobody here. Okay, nobody. I'm sitting here in my truck. Only car in the parking lot. And there's three spaces to my right. And like 12 spaces to my, to my left. What do you think happens? You bet it. You got it. Some guy pulls up right next to me with his little kid, whatever, and they go out for a walk. I'm like, why, why, why? I'm just trying to sit here and do a podcast and enjoy the morning. Ugh. Anyways, um, so I <laughs> I waited for them to walk away, and then I moved my truck over to the far left so no one could park next to me because it's a handicap. Just a little bit, bit of annoyance. So hope everybody's doing well and life's treating you good. I did upload a video on my YouTube channel, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural, of the communication I had with the um, LED ball. Take a look if you want to. And I have to apologize. The last week's podcast was, I mean, I liked that I got reaction on the ghost box, but I was not happy that this stopped recording right in the middle of it. I didn't even know it until later on, so that really upset me. So that's why I did a quick podcast. So those were really messy. Um, I'm hoping this podcast will be nice and easy and not have any interruptions like the guys. And he's talking to his daughter. What do you go for lunch? What do you do for? Well, maybe you're not hungry. Do you want a sandwich? Do you want fish? It's like, she's all of like maybe two. <laughs> How does a two-year-old know if she wants a hamburger or fish? Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways, you guys, sorry about the little rant there. I'm doing good. You know how I mentioned um, that I was looking for a different job or whatever well I did I'm doing an internal transfer where I work I'm just going to transfer internally so it's going to be a better department full-time rotating weekends so I have weekdays off which I'm looking forward to so yay <sighs> yeah and thank you you guys because I noticed that the age bracket went up I was in the 30s mid 30s now it's mid 40s to actually 50 and 60 year olds so thank you you guys I appreciate this share like leave me a comment Email me at p-a-t-t-y-i-n-w-i at gmail.com. You know, give it a try. So, today's podcast, oddly enough, is going to be about um, military, like military police and things like that, that have, that share their like creepiest moments. I thought that's pretty cool and I didn't put the connection together that I'm sitting here in front of the water and a couple of them I think are about submarine stories. So, that'll be neat. Uh, you guys can always... Excuse me, check out our Facebook page. It was Constant Investigators of the Supernatural. And I did buy a camcorder because recently I've been having so much trouble with my phone. With the memory in the phone and then hooking it up to YouTube. It's been, oh my god, crazy. So I got a camcorder so I can do that much easier. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully I won't have any issues like I was. It's very frustrating. But it is what it is. You know, it's technology, right? Okay. 
So today, like I mentioned, are going to be a couple of military police with their stories. And just military in general, their creepy stories. Uh, there's people walking by with their dogs and their children. Again, I'll be sure to take a video of where I'm sitting so you can see where I'm doing the podcast from. It'll be on YouTube. It'll only be like a like 11, 12 second video. Okay? Okay, let's get this going. All right, that's not what I wanted. So, and I've never read stories like this before on this podcast regarding this that I know of. All right, let's see. All right, some of these are a little long, which is okay, right? Okay, the first one says a grave. As a Marine, I used to have graveyard patrol shift at the Beirut Bombing Memorial. Part of the memorial is dedicated to a veteran's cemetery. Oddly enough, I never got freaked out being completely alone in a remote cemetery. In the middle of the night, surrounded by dense woods on all sides. It was actually kind of peaceful, to be honest. However, right, there's always a however or a but. One night, I was patrolling near the perimeter fence where some of the oldest headstones are. When I heard the sound of a woman humming, I followed the sound and noticed a light glowing through the vines and brush of a large tree. As I approached, I could literally feel my hair beginning to lift as if there was an electronic current in the air. I pushed aside the brush and what I saw nearly took my breath away. It was an old weathered headstone with a large cross etched into the marble. Only the cross was glowing a bright vivid blue, like a neon bulb. The humming was also sudden, suddenly much louder and had a weird uh, polarity to it. Like it was coming from hundreds of voices at once. Creepy, right? Needless to say, I freaked the F out. I screamed like a, <laughs> I screamed like a scared little girl and sprinted back to the parking lot. I radioed the guard who was supposed to relieve me and force him to come in early. Then spent the rest of my shift in the cab of his truck. I don't think he believed me, but he stayed in his truck and didn't go out uh, patrol until the sun was fully up. A few days later, I'd worked up the nerve to return to the grave during the day. As I suspect, as I had suspected, in the light of day, it was completely mundane, a regular mundane headstone. There was no name, only the aforement, <coughs> excuse me, a cross on it. I ran my hands over the stone to check to see if maybe there was some sort of hidden light source or solar panel, but no, it was just plain, solid, unmarked, an unmarked stone. The humming was gone, too. I eventually returned to my normal shift, but never again experienced anything out of the ordinary. I never let... I never learned whose grave that was either, but I find myself thinking about it from time to time. It certainly sounded absurd when I say it out loud, and I suppose it could have been a hallucination or a trick of my tired brain, but I don't believe it was. I think it was real, a ghost or spirit of some sort, but I don't think it was malevolent. Malevolent. Hmm. Here's that word. Malevolent. At all. That's a good one scream we wrote it off as some of the instructors messing with us but while training at jwtc there was a blood-curdling scream in the middle of the night definitely sound like a woman the lt in charge made us do a quick accountability check and then he started radioing the training center to see what the hell happened the instructors went out of their compound did some checks but didn't find anything they said it's not the first time they have had units out there calling in report of the same thing the phantom smoker let's see is a dude vanish vanishing spooky enough i was on the rooftop 
I was on one rooftop on post with another Marine, and on the building next to mine was a dude smoking a cigarette. I looked to my partner to mention it, but when we looked back again, he was gone. The roof access door for that building was very rusty and loud, so there's no way he snuck out in those few seconds. It, um, a few seconds it took to get my partner's attention. Interesting. Lights in the sky. Not my story, so I'll tell it as best I can. This happened during the rotation at the National Training Center sometime in 2015. A battle was occurring at night. A light appeared in the sky, and for 10 minutes or so, there there was silence. This may not seem too interesting until you look at the numbers and statistics. You're looking at a massive amount of people and equipment during a rotation constant, you know, constant radio chatter, right? Vehicle noises, people talking, etc. And suddenly, just nothing. Then the light seemed to make a couple strange turns, one being a nine... 90 degree and split and disappear. Alien, huh? UFO. Ghost soldier. Ghost soldiers. I was by myself in the engine room of a submarine on mid-watch, just a newly reported soldier trying to find equipment so I could display knowledge to one of the watchstanders. There are a number of bays in engine bays and engine room lower level with narrow passages that pass through the center. I came down one of the ladders and I swore I saw someone walking across the ship about 15 feet in front of me. I can hear his footsteps as he's walked around the corner and out of sight. Three problems. One, he was wearing utilities, an older light blue, 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 my God, blue blouse and dark navy slacks. Nobody had utilities like that anymore. They had been phased out like three years earlier. Two, there was only one other person awake in the engine room, and that late at night, and he was standing at the top of the ladder behind me, waiting for me to come back to come back up with an answer to his question. Three, he wasn't actually there. I wrote it off as a sleep deprivation, but I'll admit it shook me for a while. Fast forward four months later. I had gone out to sea with another, another submarine of the same type. While I was there, I met a sailor who had previously served on my ship. After a few weeks of standing watch with him, he told me the story of a sailor who had committed suicide on watch when he served on my ship almost a decade earlier in the engine room lower level in his utilities there you go check to make sure it's still recording okay it's still recording sad i have to keep doing that now because i don't trust it more ghosts a friend of mine went to afghanistan and got stationed in an area that was used to used as a base by the soviets he swears that sometimes when he is out on sentry duty, he could hear whispers that didn't sound like English or local languages. He's convinced he heard Russian. Ooh. Triangular UFO. One time at an Air Force base in the ROK, we had a power outage at night. All of us walked out of our hangar doors to take a see what the problem may have been. And we saw a very, very large triangular shape passing over our hangar. It was a clear moonless night previously, and we went outside to look around, and we noticed the starscape being covered, then slowly uncovered. No sound associated with the event other than normal sounds of the location. I'll never forget it. Birds. Oh, let's see what else is going on here. This never happened. Used to be an F-22 avionics for the U.S. United States Air Force. Uh, something no shred. <clears throat> excuse me. At an undisclosed base. 
A light appeared above the flight line, moving in odd ways and hovering. We called it in to our number one, and he called other AMUs to ensure that there were no sorts of, you know, nothing being flown over, right? That they didn't know about. Shortly after, the F-22s and the 16s were scrambled and could not intercept it. It disappeared into the night. We saw this go down from our flight line shortly after we were informed that this never happened. Ooh, you know how they say the military does that, right? This never happened. There you go. These are pretty good. I like these. Navy. When I was in Groton, C uh, Connecticut, for I guess CT, yeah, Connecticut, for basic enlisted submarine school, I was roving the barracks at night. I had a UI under instruction, so I was showing him the ropes, what to check and how to check, and it was mainly fire extinguishers and how to secure the doors. Well, on the, well, on the second or third floor of the barracks, there is a recreation room with a TV and chairs and a piano. Mind you, everybody was asleep, and it was 0200 in the morning. Well, I decided to go see if I remembered how to play the piano, you know, for just a little bit. Well, we decided to continue to, continue to finish the patrol, so we started walking down the hall when we heard a single piano note go off. We both heard it while I was in mid-conversation, so we kind of looked back, and then we both looked at each other to see if we had both heard the same noise. We shrugged it off as our imaginations running wild, right? But as soon as we got to the end of the hall and opened the door to the stairway, a sharp key note was heard coming down the hall in the direction of where the piano is. We left the room as soon as possible and later shared our story with some of the shipmates, and they told us stories of sailors that had died in the barracks. Mm. Interesting. Submarine ghosts. Submarine are here. <laughs> there are a few things as unnerving as wondering about the engines from... Uh, okay, this is a timestamp. 2330-0530 alone on watch. When the boat is largely shut down in the port, it becomes a very quiet place. The roving watches usually make it an hourly game to speed through their logs round. To speed through their logs round, especially in the lower levels. One particular in port period, the boat was moored, moored, in Pearl Harbor, and few people started complaining about really uneasy feeling. I was on mid watch as the S. SEO on evening and a senior chief came back to do his required 0300 tour. We saw him walk past maneuvering on his way to the shaft alley. This particular senior 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 chief God was crusty and was a crusty old salt type and would usually spend a bit of time just sitting in the lower levels of the engine room alone and contemplating life. So we didn't expect much. Uh, what we didn't, so we, so we expected as much. Oh, that he was doing the same thing. I'm sorry. Uh, what we didn't expect was him to literally run into the man, running, run into the maneuvering area. A few minutes later, the man was pale faced and breathing heavily. We sat up straight, our eyes as wide as his thinking. We were about to have to announce a fight to fight against some ship. He slumps into the EDO chair. A few tense and silent moments go by. We're on pins and needles here. He finally opens his mouth and tells us about the ghost in the shaft alley. Swears the sailor passed him as he's sitting on the trash can in the shaft alley. He first respond he, he first response was to call out to the guy see to see who it is. But then he realizes the guy isn't dressed right. He describes what this guy was wearing as the old World War II naval uniforms, so he quickly gets up to catch up to the guy 
and he does. He catches up to him all, you know, all the way aft. The guy turns toward the senior chief, looks right at him, then turns away and literally walks through ass end of the boat. It's now the, the it's now that the senior chief decides it is time to leave Shaft Alley and promptly does so, swearing up and down that he knows what he saw. I sure as hell wasn't about to leave the maneuvering that night uh, to find out for myself. Half of that I didn't understand what the hell I was reading because I don't know anything about subs. I've been on two subs. I've been on the Scorpion in California when it was next to um, Queen Mary. And then it was a Russian sub. You could check it out on the internet. It's called the Scorpion. And then the second sub I've been in here is in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. They have a, a sub that's docked. It's, you know, there's, it's for tours and things like that. Um, so I've been on that too. That's really cool. That was a neat one. Let's see what else we have here. Cemetery ghosts. I worked in Arlington National Cemetery while I was in the army. The tomb guards always talked about seeing or just hearing soldiers marching some nights. We were cataloging graves one night when I, when I thought I saw a soldier in my team up ahead. So I called him over. He answered from behind me. When I looked back, the other soldier was gone. I'm a skeptic and I believe everything is... I am a skeptic and I believe everything paranormal has a real world explanation. But I'm still trying to figure that one out. There's another one here that I, I, I did honestly. I briefly read this last night. Uh, St. Elmo's Fire is the title of it. Saw a creep saw a ghost and some creepy shit when we were removing the old Fresnel lens from the Presquel Isle Light in Michigan. Talk about lighthouses. Also seen some weird creepy lights and St. Elmo's Fire near the old I can't even pronounce the name of the it's I can't even pronounce the name of the the lighthouse, I'm sorry. Um, let's see, composite it's W A U G O S H A N C E. Wagunashas? <laughs> Compasses and radios all quit. Radar and GPS wouldn't work there either. The light near Surgeon Bay is haunted as well, and we stayed at the light near Two Rivers, and the whole family saw the ghost. There are several lights in the Great Lakes that are open to attract, reserve, and retire military members as vacation rentals. Uh, we stayed at Raleigh Point Lighthouse and Sherwood Lighthouse. They have visitor logs and diaries of people that say that they have all been experiencing ghost-like figures going back to the 1970s so there you go um i thought those were good look at that 18 minutes i'm still recording i wonder if i had anything to do with the truck but i've never had that happen before i don't know or maybe it's just the ghosts huh maybe they didn't want did they didn't want me to continue recording which you know that can happen with spirits they have their own mind so what do you think about that? I think that podcast was better, went a little smoother. I did like the stories. Have you guys ever been on a submarine as a tour? Or unless you unless you actually served on a submarine in the military, that would be awesome to connect with you. Um, the one in Manitowoc is really cool. It is very eerie. And you can, a couple, several years ago... I had communicated with them to see if they would allow an investigation. Like, no, not at this time, and blah, blah, blah. Uh, but now they have people where you can rent the submarine. You can sleep over, mostly for kids and things like that. But I'd still like to try and investigate it. And I wanted to tell you guys something else. There's a place in Wisconsin I call it the Azteca Park. That's not really the name of it. That's what I call it. 
it's supposedly haunted and I've been wanting to get there. That's on my list to, to go there, check that out. And LaBelle Cemetery is supposed to be haunted, which I've yet to go there. But I think it's next weekend, me and my friend Sarah, which I've mentioned to her before, uh, I mentioned her before, we are going to check out uh, called Benson's Hideaway. And if you watched Destination Fair, you would have seen it on that episode. It's just a little bar, food place. I've never been there before. We're going to go there next Sunday. And she said maybe afterwards we can go to a couple of cemeteries and check things out. So uh, that'll be fun. We'll see how that goes. I think it'll be fun. Uh, we were trying to think of other places we can go to investigate. She's all for investigating. It's just, you know, like usual. you got to find time to do it, right? Time, 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 and money. But um, I don't know if I mentioned on this because I re stopped this recording like four times. So I don't know if I mentioned it before, but right now I'm watching... <laughs> <laughs> it's called Epic TV with Eric. He's a paranormal investigator. And I have to tell you guys, if I didn't mention if I mentioned it before, I apologize. I you know when you start and stop, you kind of forget what you said. You got to watch him on YouTube, you guys. He's very genuine. He's he's young. I don't want to say he's naive cuz he's not. He knows his shit. Um he does make his own equipment. Right? He builds his own SLS. He builds his own what he calls the gateway and He's something. He's something to watch. Him and Sean Austin right now are like on a like a ghost tour where they're just like going to all these different haunted houses, and they do obviously do it late at night. I didn't get a chance to watch them last night uh, because uh, I went out and I came home kind of late. Speaking of that, before I forget, I don't know if I mentioned it again. I apologize, but um, the place where me and my husband went to have some drinks last night. Before we got into the place, I felt scared I felt worried and the word a scared keeps coming in my name in my mind a scared I'm a scared I don't know it was, it's so anyways I told my husband I said I'm feeling really uneasy I'm really scared and I actually started to cry before we walked into the building I got really emotional and we've been here before you know I know there's a spirit in the basement I there's somebody there I knew that before right so we go inside and I'm still sitting there and my husband's like is, is it still there I said yeah it's a female she's right behind me I don't know what what she was doing or why she was trying to communicate with me, but she was definitely there. Nothing happened while we were there. Uh, I, it's been a good year since I've had those feelings come up to me like that. The last time I did that was at the, um, the asylum. Last time I had that kind of uh, emotional feeling. Uh, so that happened last night, and I don't know if anything happened or if it was just that female trying to communicate with me. I don't know. But I almost started to cry before I walked in. And I don't know why I keep thinking, I keep not thinking, I keep hearing in my mind the word a scared. She was apprehensive, scared. It's it's hard to explain when these when these spirits or whatever they are try to communicate with you. Uh as far as looks, she she's wearing something white. Uh, I kept getting an image of an older lady with long gray hair or uh, another lady with black hair. Um, she wore like a white shawl over her shoulders. You know, like the kind of shawl that has like little dangly things like from, I don't know, 40s or 50s. You know when the ladies used to wear those shawls? It was a dress. Dirty. A dirty dress. 
But that's all I got. I didn't get a name or what. And I haven't told the owners of the bar because I know they're going to freak out. They're going to like, oh my God, no way. She's, she's scared. She's very scared. I mean, it was a warning sign, but nothing happened where they thank gosh. Or I was just maybe tapping into her, into her when she lived there. I don't know, you guys. So that happened. Uh, at the house, the house has been kind of quiet. Although I did hear some, it was really bizarre, you guys. I'm working, right? And uh, <laughs> there was a knock on my desk. I mean, a nice solid knock where I can actually feel the desk vibrate a bit. It wasn't me. It wasn't my cat. I thought maybe my knee hit it, but I didn't move my knee. I thought maybe, because it, it felt like it came from underneath, kind of. So that was really cool. Whether or not this has anything to do with me working in the basement, trying to communicate with this, the unknown, as I call it, in the basement, because I don't know what it is yet. It's unknown. I don't know. Sorry, I'm listening to the birds. And that tapping on the window, like I'm going to write off saying it was birds, but to be honest with you guys, I don't think it was a bird. Because there's no way that bird can, I don't know, I don't think it was a bird. I really don't. So, if you guys have any stories, please feel free to email me at P-A-T-T-Y-I-N-W-I at gmail.com. Facebook, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. And my very unprofessional <laughs> videos on YouTube, Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. Maybe when I get this camera, the videos will be better. You know, I'm not, I'm an amateur at video, you know, things like that. So I think I've babbled on long enough. 25 minutes is long enough for you guys to take your time and listen to me. So I appreciate it so much. You guys have a wonderful week and I will keep you in touch up to, up to whatever with what goes on in, uh, this new job that I'm going to. I'm really excited about you guys. You have no excited, you have no idea how excited I am about this new career change. And best of all, I get to stay with the, I get to stay with the company. And my vacation follows me, which is actually phenomenal. I don't lose that. So, please feel free to email me. And also, if you guys want a good video to watch, check Eric uh, from Epic TV. And when he's on YouTube, you will see me in the chat, by the way. Just chit-chatting with people under Wisconsin Investigators of the Supernatural. You will see me in the chat. So, if you really do stop by, he's going to be going live, I think, tonight. I believe. I don't know where they're going tonight. But anyways... You guys, thank you so much for doing this for me, for listening to me babble on and on for what I've been doing this for two, three years now. I've got 100 episodes, and I am not rich. <laughs> no, I don't make any money off these at all. Oh, look, Dad and his daughter are, are back. So, you guys have an awesome day. And Oh, Jesus Christ. The bird, a duck almost took out, took out my side mirror. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. What the hell? He almost took out my side mirror. Anyways. All right. You guys all take care. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. And I will be around. This is Mrs. Paranormal signing off.